Hi, everyone, and a very warm welcome to another edition of the Vet Method podcast, where we bring team training concepts to independent veterinary practice owners who want to grow revenues through a high performance team. My name is Sanjay Mangabai, and I'm extremely honored to be joined today by Tom Poland. Hi, Tom. Welcome. Hey, Sanjay. Thanks for thanks for the invitation. It's, a, it's actually a privilege to be here. So whereabouts are you today, Tom? I'm in Little Castaways Beach in Queensland, Australia. Okay, that sounds like a nice place. It's a, it's a lovely spot. We uh, our house is uh, literally rests on the sand next to the white the the white on the white sand next to the blue ocean. So it's, yes, it's a it's a lovely part of the world. Okay, so for those of you who don't know, as well as being a multiple best-selling author, Tom started and sold five businesses and led teams of over a hundred people worth twenty million dollars in annual revenues. He's also voluntarily married and lives in a house, as he, as he just said, on the sand next to the waves at Little Castaways Beach in sunny Australia. Okay, so the title of the podcast is The Science of Being in Demand, and we're going to show people how to do that in just seven minutes. Okay, so if you're ready, Tom, our time starts now. Okay. So question number one, who is your ideal client? Uh, ideal clients tend to be business owners who have a an ambition to really grow and scale their business, but not by sacrificing their lifestyle. Okay, so um, so people sometimes end up being quite busy and uh, not spending time on the things that they really ought to be spending time on, um, and you help them with that. Yeah, it, it, indeed, and very often people have make the mistake of because uh, we get a program into us when we start work, we get paid a certain hourly rate. Mm-hmm. So we end up believe that time equals money. And so we want more money, we, we spend more time. But as you as, as a business owner, it's easy for that five day week to creep over to a five and a half to a six to a six and a half. And before you know it, you're doing some sort of work seven days a week. And then mm-hmm. health begins to suffer, motivation begins to suffer, family relationships begin to suffer. So we want to switch the paradigm from scaling through time uh-huh. to scaling through people and processes and platforms and protocols. Perfect. Okay, so that leads us nicely onto question number two. What's the biggest problem your clients face, Tom, and how would you help them solve it? The, the biggest problem that they face is how to grow their business with less of them being involved. So that, that's, and I've, 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 you know, I've probably mentioned that just just a moment ago, but that's the biggest issue is, is they want to have their cake and eat it too. And I mean, why wouldn't you? What's the point of having a cake if you can't eat it? I've never really understood that uh, as a criticism. Well, you just want to have your cake and eat it too. Of course you do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so so they, they, they're ambitious to grow their business, but they want to make sure that they uh, can sustain the energy, that can sustain the motivation, that they keep enjoying working in their business, but also that they have the quality time to nurture their own uh, energy levels and that of their, their family relationships, children, parents, uh, wife, husband, etc., etc., and so on. So that's the biggest challenge. And it's the first step, and you, you, you asked me for a, a bit of an clue on, on how that could be achieved. Mm-hmm. The first step, funnily enough, is to actually restrict the number of hours that we're putting into a business. Okay. So if you'll if you'll work a four day week and have three days off, that would be a really good start. Because what happens with the mind is when you limit one resource, in this case time, it will think about how you can compensate for that limitation. And it'll find a way 
to get the same result with less resource. Mm -hmm. Inevitably, it means you have to sit down and start planning what's going to be done, who's going to do it. Mm -hmm. And that's that's the genesis of being able to really scale the business and generate have enough time to generate that demand. We've got to invest in people, hiring the best people and equipping them, training them, which you know more about that than I do, Sanjay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> We've got to invest time in equipping those people with the processes that are going to have them like a train on train tracks, delivering a similar result swiftly and speedily and simply and easily time after time after time. Those are the main things, the people and the processes, because once you've got the people in place and the processes in place, then we get the scalable growth. And the business owner doesn't have to be working in the business 60, 70, 80 hours a week. They can be working 30, hour, 30 hours a week and actually getting a better result than before. Absolutely. And you know, from personal experience, it's easy to, to keep your head down, you know, just get involved in the business, trying to grow it, but not actually stopping and, and developing a strategy. I think it's in, um, in right. one of your books where you said an ounce of strategy saves a ton of hard work and time. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Question number three, and we've got three minutes and 11 seconds left. What are the typical symptoms people experience with that problem? Well, the big, big one is burnout. You know, they just feel beaten down. They feel ground down. They feel like they're losing their passion for the thing that they started. I mean, they started the business to have probably more free time and better quality lifestyles to do more of the stuff they love to do. And very often that doesn't work. So, so, so they feel worn out. Mm -hmm. They feel a sense of hopelessness. They're not sure where the next step is because so many people are starting to then do so many different things, but they mm -hmm. seem to be buried under an avalanche of work. And, and, you know, as Gerber used to say, they need to get to be working on the business and not just in the, in the business. The same solution applies, however, which is we need to quarantine just a certain set amount of time to work and mm -hmm. develop the people's processes and have enough time to rejuvenate so that when you do go back to work, you feel like you really want to get back into it. Um, so big symptom is feeling burnt out, feeling worn down, feeling trapped. Okay. Okay. That's interesting. Thank you for that, Tom. So question number four, what are the common mistakes people make when trying to solve that problem? You know, the right. things they thought were going to work, but were never going to. Right. Well, putting in more hours is one of them. So you mm -hmm. know, I'm not getting the result I wanted five, five days a week. Let's try six days. And that didn't work. So let's try seven days and it becomes counterproductive. So that's the first mistake is thinking that more time is going to fix the issue. Mm -hmm. The second mistake is hiring in haste and mm -hmm. repenting at leisure because people mm -hmm. think, my God, we're drowning here. We've got to get some people in. They just hire people very quickly. Perhaps their, their cousin's housekeeper knows someone who needs a job. So they get them in there, but they haven't developed the processes first. They laid mm -hmm. down the train tracks as I call them to, so that people have, when people are hired, they have a systematic, predictable step-by-step -step series of things they have to do that'll get a known result. The business owner needs to carve out some of that time every week, some of that four days every week to document what needs to happen for each part of the business. And yeah. then they've got the basis on which to hire someone. So that's first big mistake, putting in more hours. Second big mistake is just hiring far too quickly. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I'm guilty of having done that. You know, basically open seven days a week at one stage. You do work harder. You think you're making more money. And then you run into the symptoms that you talk about, feeling burnt out and overwhelmed by the whole thing and no, it's not worth it absolutely so well, and the key i think is the whole um hiring thing that you mentioned and just putting down systems and protocols and processes in your business the train tracks that you spoke about fantastic yep. right so question number five and we've got just over a minute left loads of time i think <laughs> what's one valuable free action that someone listening to this can implement that will help them solve their problem what's your top tip for that 
what they should do is sit down and make a list of the seven top characteristics that they want in their business. So these are the seven things that their business, the revenue might be one, mm-hmm. um, number of days they're actually working with might be number two, the mm-hmm. sort of work they want to do in their business might be number three. But what does the ideal business look like? Let's, let's get seven characteristics down. That is the starting point. Begin with the end of the mind, figure out what you want your business to look like, start mm-hmm. that one sheet of paper, refine them and then pin them up on the bathroom mirror and from your plan can start working out from that ideal business model. Okay. And again, it just comes back to spending the time uh, planning, having a strategy and working out exactly what you want. Fantastic. Thank you. That's great, Tom. Um, Question number six, what is one valuable free resource that you can direct people to that will further help with that problem? Well, we're talking about uh, the science of being in demand. They can go to leadsology.guru and have a look at the free stuff tab and download the seven part model, Mm -hmm. which is the science of being demand. It it goes through some of the things we're talking about some more as well. It's a one page downloadable PDF. It's interactive as you pop over it, but find Mm -hmm. more free stuff there. So go to leadsology.guru and have a look for the free stuff tab. Okay, fantastic. And finally, question number seven, what's the one question that I should have asked you, Tom, that would give great value to our audience? I think it's why you're still working at your age when you've done okay. (laughs) Uh, And the answer is because I would get extraordinarily bored. And the thing that I'd really encourage people to do as I answer this question is to imagine they didn't have to work because then yeah. they would have a new lease for, for, for the energy and the passion and enthusiasm for helping people because that's what we're all here for. Ultimately, if we don't help people, we don't get paid. So yeah, why am I still working when I'm you know knocking on the door at 65 and don't really have to work? It's because I really want to keep helping people. Fantastic. Well, thanks, Tom. Um, really interesting stuff, fascinating to hear. You've shown us that there is a science uh, to being in demand and I'm sure that our audience have received some really valuable insights. Thank you very Excellent. much. All right, you're very welcome. Thanks for having me on the show, Sunday. Cheers, Tom.